You're listening to Your Best Life, powered by Mercy One. Join us as we have a fun conversation with certified experts and physicians about health topics for you and your family. It's Your Best Life, our one purpose. Today, we'll meet a cancer survivor. Her yearly mammogram caught a breast tumor very early and very treatable. But as she started sharing the news, she learned many women had been skipping their annual appointment due to the pandemic. So she took it upon herself to hold others accountable to schedule that important screening. In her case, she says it saved her life. So tell me a little bit about what happened at your last annual mammogram. Sure. So I get my normal screening mammograms in March and had booked mine for six weeks after my uh, second COVID vaccine and went in and had a, just a normal screening mammogram experience. And I got a call the next day to come back. That happens to me a lot. So I've sort of made myself immune to that fear that rises up when you get the call back. And um, they could get me in that day, which looking back, Probably should have been a clue, but I came in, did the second mammogram. They took me to ultrasound, and I thought it was maybe related to the COVID vaccine. So I said, yeah, I had my vaccine, and and she said, well, just a minute. I'll be back in, and then the radiologist came in, and so I knew this was not like the other times I had been called back, Um, and he told me that we needed to do a biopsy, which we scheduled for later in the week, and right away... um, from that appointment, uh, this, the imaging navigator and the, and the uh, radiologist said, we're concerned. We think this is probably an early cancer. You posted this on your individual Facebook. What was the feedback like when you put out that call to action to remind women to get their mammograms? So after we went through the diagnostic process, as I started to tell the people that I wanted to tell myself, the first woman I told said, oh, I skipped my mammogram last year because of COVID. And that's when it sort of occurred to me, there might be a mission in this story to share with other women, you gotta get back on track. There might've been a reason to skip it last year, or maybe you never got started because you're just 40 now or whatever it may be, but getting it annually is the key. It was the key for me from going from no problem in March, 2020 to an early cancer in 2021. That one year was all it took. So that gave me the conviction that I needed to let other women know how important that one year could be and to let more than one year go by. My text was just always filled up with people texting me their date and time when they were going to get their mammogram. Um, So that made me feel like there was a purpose in all of this and that I had discovered something that this story could be helpful for. And that was to get people to get back on track for mammograms. There were also women I talked to who were 40 who had been scared to go who hadn't even done one yet. I talked to some women who had breast cancer in the family and were really afraid and had put it off, not necessarily because of COVID, but because they didn't want to hear the results. So just knowing that they had an accountability partner to check in with them and say, did you book it? Did you book it? And knowing that I was going to keep checking up with them, got them to just make that phone call. And I realized how we all sort of need that person who says this is important and I'm going to check up on you. One thing I noted specifically that you called out in your Facebook post was how important breast density was. Can you expand? Right. So there is a group of very, very dedicated women. And in my professional life, I do some lobbying. 
So I was able to watch a couple of my close friends work with a group of women who had been affected by breast cancer, whose uh, diagnoses were delayed because they had dense breasts. And they kept hearing, it's all right, it's normal, it's normal. And they knew it wasn't normal. Um, so this really dedicated group of women worked really hard to get the breast density legislation in Iowa, which means that all of us, once we get our mammogram, also receive the information about how dense our breasts are. So we know if we're in that category three and four and we think something might be wrong or amiss to keep checking it out. And so because I had that background and knew those women, um, I probably had a little extra leg up um, in, in knowing what I was looking for, being comfortable talking about it. Um, and I think that was such important work that they did and that women are really understanding the value of that information now. What had you start getting mammograms early? Was it family history? Um, I started getting them fairly young um, because of some family history and um, personal experience. So I was only in my early 30s when I started getting them. And to me, it was something you can do something about. You can be proactive. You can take this step. So I've been very dedicated for many years in getting it regularly. Um, I have always been the person to say, you know, it might be uncomfortable, but it's 10 minutes that could save your life. And not everybody feels that way. So I've just always tried to share, it's easy, it's quick, it saves your life. And in my case, it was true. And because I had been very dedicated to the annual mammogram and I was just exactly one year from my past good one, mine was very early. I was stage 1B, um, which then can be treated, in my case, pretty easily. I had a lumpectomy. I had radiation for about 19 sessions. And now I'm on tamoxifen. And that's it for me. Now I'm considered cured. So mine was pretty quick and easy. It's gone. There's no cancer in me. So as we are headed into October, this will be your first time as a breast cancer survivor. How does this October feel different than previous ones? I guess you always never think, you don't think it will be you. And I know you hear that. And when it hasn't been you, you hear it. And, and it just, I guess in my my life, whenever I've had an experience, I've tried to turn it around to help other people. And so I feel really grateful for the outcome that we've had. And I feel really proud that I've been able to um, share with my friends, share with acquaintances, share with women I don't even know um, the importance of getting it. And so far, everyone who's reported back to me that booked because I shared my story has been fine. So I think that's important to note. All of these women who have gone and booked it because I've shared have been fine. How are you feeling and doing now? I feel good. I feel fine. And, you know, I was very lucky. And the thing that I think concerns so many women about going to mammograms, there's a couple of things. It's a pain in the neck to book it, right? So just making the phone call. And then women don't do each other any favors when they talk about it's so painful. It's so awful. They're so mean to you. I have not found that to be true. I'm sure some women are more uncomfortable than others, but it's really 10 minutes. You can gut it out for 10 minutes. And third, they don't wanna to be told they have cancer. But the truth is, you're better off knowing today you have cancer than knowing tomorrow, because it's one more day forward in treatment. 
Um, it's better to find it at stage 1B than stage 3B, right? So um, I think just continuing to say, yeah, it's a pain in the neck to book it. It might be uncomfortable and you might get some news you don't wanna hear, but overall, I think get it early like I did. I was really, really fortunate in a lot of ways that we got it so early, but it means that here I am like four or five months later, feeling great, moving on. And considering where it had gone, my March 2020, I was fine. March 21st or March 2021, here's where I was. So if you think how far that got in one year and you attacked an additional year on it, it would have been much more serious. The treatment would have been much worse and it would have taken me longer to say I'm cured or I'm better. The one thing I would say, and you know, I started mammograms early, as I mentioned, for various personal reasons, I started early. And I had a neighbor who would take you to your mammogram lunch. So she just made it clear, if you booked your mammogram and you wanted a little, a little carrot for that day to, you know, because it was a pain in the neck to book it and you were afraid to go, she would go to lunch with you the day you had your mammogram. So we called it mammogram lunch. So early on, I found an accountability partner. And I think that what I've learned through this whole experience, going back to Shelly's mammogram lunches, um, up to me texting somebody saying, did you get that mammogram book that you told me you're behind on? That accountability and helping other women to say, this is important. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm doing. You tell me what you're doing. And staying um, close to each other and supporting each other through it, I think it makes more of a difference than we can even imagine. So even if it's just one friend that you're an accountability partner to, it makes a huge difference to know somebody's going to check up on you and make sure you did it. Is there anything else you want to add? Women should be really vigilant about the healthcare they can control. A mammogram is something you can control. A mammogram is something that you can tick off the box. 90% of the time, you're gonna be just fine. Um, there's so many things in our world we can't control. A mammogram is a simple, easy thing to stay on top of a piece of your healthcare that you can manage. So take advantage of that opportunity. It's quick, it's easy, and it could save your life. Let us know what you thought of today's podcast, or do you have a story to share? Head to mercyone.org slash podcast. You can fill out a submission form to say hello. You can also find all of our episodes. You can also send an email to podcast at mercyhealth.com. Live your best life.